Good evening, and welcome back to another episode of Storytimes with Shane, a series of short stories, both autobiographical and fiction, written and read by yours truly. My name is Shane, and I'll be your host on this Sunday evening. Today's episode is brought to you by the sun and the moon. We may not pay much attention to them in our daily lives, but they bring us light and mark the passage of the seasons. If you look up at the sky, be sure to thank the sun and the moon. And made possible by Anchor, a free app in which you can create your very own podcast and share it on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Sign up and get started today. One or two choices. It was a clear and starry night, and two people sat in a field underneath a blanket of stars. Which one is that again? One pointed out, eyes trying to adjust to the dark. Oh, that one? That's serious their companion answered, settling into the grass. They had brought brought a small picnic with them, and the first of the two was slowly unpacking, still not quite used to the dark. This had been their weekly ritual for several years now, and they hadn't missed a week, except for when it rained. Every week, 10 o'clock at night on Saturday, a basket of bread, wine, and cheese, really more of a snack than a meal, and they would sit for hours, watching the stars, talking about stars and life, and all the things that two longtime friends would talk about over wine. And that really bright one over there, the first one said, handing a plastic cup full of wine to their companion. Is that a star or is that a planet? Dunno, their companion spoke, absentmindedly clinking their plastic cup with their friends. I suppose it could be a planet? Seems too bright to be a star. You know a lot about planets and space and stuff, right? I suppose I do, yeah. Well, why don't you teach it? Their companion looked at them. I can hardly get kids I teach now to be interested in their daily reading. They're not interested in stars. But you didn't even try to get your schooling to teach about planets and stars. No, you're right. Companion mumbled, taking a sip of wine. Guess I didn't. Their companion looked at them. What's wrong? What makes you think anything's wrong? Their companion shot them a look. The two had been friends for many, many years. Though life had tried to take them in different directions with things like school and work and love and loss, they each remained a constant in each other's life. Now they were older, they each had jobs and families, both had loved and lost, yet the only thing that remained the same was this. Of course they knew when something was wrong. You know you can tell me if something bothers you, the companion spoke. Nothing's bothering me. Oh, sure. I'll believe that one. First one fidgeted, taking a sip from their wine. They looked up. Can you see the Milky Way from here? You're changing the subject. I'm not. I'm asking a question. Their companion looked out in the direction the first one was looking. Hundreds of stars seemed to dot the sky like freckles on the first one's face, but there were no galaxies to be found. At least not here. No, not here. Not in this part of the world. Well, where can you see it? Certain places in North America, mainly places where there's less light pollution. He sat in silence for a moment. They each could definitely feel the impending chill of autumn, and they knew the next day they'd come out, they came out, they'd have to bundle up a bit more. You ever been to North America? Once or twice, not to the United States, though. Companion grimaced. Went to Canada to visit a cousin or two. 
Would you ever go back there? Would you ever visit those places where you could see the Milky Way? The companion looked at them. The first one always had questions. It had been that way since the beginning, and their companion had always answered them the best that they could with what they knew. I don't know. Maybe. They sat up, and the first one drew closer to their companion. I'm sorry, it's just... When we were younger, we had so many plans and so many things that we were going to do, and it just feels like it's slipping away, and we've... I mean, I haven't done as much as I feel like I wanted to do. Their companion set down their glass and put a hand on the first one's hand. Sometimes that's just how life is. They mused. You make all these grand plans and you work towards them, but sometimes life takes you elsewhere. It happens and we all have to live with the idea that we're one or two choices away from living the life that we want for ourselves and one or two choices away from living a life that's simply acceptable. The first one looked at their companion, another question burning in the back of their mind. Well, how do you know when it's too late to pick the other option? The companion busied themselves. How do you mean? I mean, how do you know when it's too late to pick the life that you want versus the life that's simply acceptable? The companion looked up at the sky. I mean, I suppose there's a window of opportunity at some point. It must become too late. Silence again. No. No? I can't accept that, first one said. There shouldn't be a too late marker. You just said we're one or two choices away. That implies that we're always one or two choices away. Isn't that right? Well, when you put it that way, I reckon you're... The companion was cut off by the closing of the distance between them. The two met in the middle, their, leap, their lips touching. Their companion was shocked, but kissed them back. The first one pulled away. What was that? The companion asked, breathless and confused, now aching from the lack of the first one's kiss. The first choice, the first one said, towards a life I always wanted. Their lips met again, and it was as if galaxies formed in the skies above, ones they could see without ever having to go to North America. The chilly night suddenly became warm, and when they pulled away, the first one's head laid upon their companion's chest, and they looked about the stars. Their tradition always ended at sunrise, when the two would walk back to town and go their separate ways. In the past years, they would go back to their families and go to bed, just to get enough sleep to live a life that was acceptable. This time it was different. The two did not go their separate ways. They decided instead to go to a, a mall cafe that was just beginning to open its doors, discuss what happened, and develop their shared moment into something greater. Neither one had familial obligations anymore, so whatever they could, they would dedicate a new life to one another. This would be the second choice. The end. Thank you again for listening. If you like this story and would like to read more, check out my writing at vocal.media. I'll be uploading the new story every Wednesday, so be sure to take a look. And for more updates and early access to this podcast, as well as other personal projects, become a patron of my Patreon by going to www.patreon.com forward slash Shane 
E. Strachan. Have a wonderful week and pleasant dreams, good listeners.